Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Thinking Glass with myself, Juliet, where we sit back, relax, and enjoy an open, understanding, time-aware chat. Thank you for coming to listen to me ramble on about some snazzy things, and I hope you stay interested and enjoy yourself, and allow yourself to think deeper into these topics. Today, we will be talking about morals, ethics, and worldviews. To start off, I will explain what each is. The term worldviews refers to an individual's unique structure of opinions, thoughts, beliefs, and understandings. Each person has their own unique worldviews formed by their personal experiences and teachings. So, for example, things our parents have taught us as children. Some of mine being, treat others the way you want to be treated, as well as, if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. Our worldviews impact everything, from our actions to our relationships. For example, our relationships with others, as we may disagree or feel strongly about our own religion or beliefs, and possibly our relationship with God. The term ethics refers to moral principles that guides an individual's behavior and actions. Ethics focuses on an individual's values and beliefs to better a situation. The term morality refers to knowing right from wrong, for example, equality, respect, responsibility, fairness, and honesty. It is formed around each individual's set of values and principles that impacts an individual's decisions as well as their actions. The term values refers to things an individual finds important or meaningful. Although humans are quite similar to animals and we are made up of the same thing as flowers, we are very different. Humans are very complex and difficult to understand. And I believe that we are very special as we have a lot of power and control in our lives as well as in others' lives. For example, I can control everything that I do in my day, but I can also control how I positively or negatively impact others, simply by smiling or helping out or possibly being responsible for a tragedy such as a car accident based on the decisions that I have made. Another example is how we affect our planet and the lives on it and those to come affecting the animals, the health of the humans, as well as the environment. Not only do humans carry so much power and control, we also carry along so many emotions and beliefs that can can render our actions. We are emotionally driven, and each of us has our own unique set of beliefs and goals in life, which can be seen as both positive and negative. Emotions such as love, hatred, sadness, loneliness, and belonging can all affect our day-to-day life. Humans also need human contact. We need to feel loved and cared for. We need to feel wanted and cherished just as pets and plants. If we don't have the vital means for our survival, we simply will not. Plants need water and sunlight. Humans need a sense of belonging and understanding. Humans also take responsibility for their actions. We know right from wrong and good from bad, although everyone's views on each may be different. For example, if a shark attacked a human, the shark does not know that it's wrong, it is simply searching for food for survival. Humans have free will, and we, we know the rules and the facts, but we can control what we do. We know that we need to eat and that it is important for our survival, but we can choose what we eat, whether it's healthy or unhealthy. We have the choice and the power to control simple things like our diet to very complex things such as a human life. Not only are our bodies and beliefs different from other living things, So are our mental processes, spiritual souls, brains, and understandings. There are many theories that cover the topic of how the world was created. The two I find myself stuck between would be the Book of Genesis as well as the Big Bang. All throughout elementary school, I learned about the Book of Genesis and how God created the world in seven days. That is just what I was taught as a Catholic student, but as I got older, I naturally began to doubt things such as the legitimacy of my faith. 
How did one man supposedly create everything in seven days? How legitimate are the records we have from so long ago, and how can I know that they're true? How can I trust this could be possible without proof of scientific explanation? Which is where the Big Bang comes into play. The Big Bang is a scientific explanation of the creation of the world. And I'm not very scientifically inclined nor interested, but I find it very fascinating that there is another possible explanation for the creation of the world. I know the trees are here, and I know the trees are grown from a seed. I know they're good and they supply oxygen, but I do not care to know the science behind any of it. Same goes for the world. It is here, we live on it, and that's all I need to worry about. As well as keeping it healthy, of course. Although I'm not sure what I believe surrounding the creation of the world, there are many people out there who feel the need to believe in something, which gets me into religious impulse. What is religious impulse, you may ask? Religious impulse is the universal urge to believe in something greater than and beyond ourselves, something that can explain the unknown and a set of beliefs to follow. I do believe in God, and I believe he is here. I believe he watches over us, and he's here to guide us to do good. I have always turned to my faith when I'm having a hard time, or when I need to feel reassured, or I just feel stuck in life. I have drifted from my faith and come back plenty of times throughout the years, through doubt or reputation amongst friends, as it wasn't the quote-unquote cool thing. Although my religious practices are not as strong as they could be, I do believe he is always there and always listening and willing to help. God is also here to guide us to the good and from the bad, which brings us into ethics. Ethics is the logical and rational processing aspect in a person, the ability to understand and know right from wrong, good from bad, and just from unjust actions and behaviors. I grew up being told to follow the golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated, and if I have nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. I believe my parents instilled the base of my morals and beliefs, which I am beyond grateful for, the things that they have taught me because I know it has impacted who I am today, and it also impacts the decisions I make in my day-to-day -day life. I strongly believe that each person should be treated the same despite their differences, whether that be differences by race, gender, abilities, or beliefs. I try to go through each day with the goal of making someone else's day better, even, it's, even if it's as, as simple as a smile or a compliment. Key morals that I follow in my life are equality, fairness, honesty, and dignity. Each person is entitled to being treated with respect. No one is better than nor above another. Everyone is just as valued and equaled as the next. I believe all situations and people should be treated with fairness and open-mindedness. I believe all people should be open and understanding to others' pasts, beliefs, and goals. I believe all people are good, and I believe that all people want to be as successful, loved, and cherished. It is past experiences and memories that mix up our emotions and goals of a person. Being broken down by others or feeling at your lowest point may fog your thought process and cause you to focus on the wrong things. Many things can impact someone and make them quote-unquote bad. But no, I do not believe anybody is born bad. I believe everyone is good and will always have the opportunity to do and be good. Life is what we make it and nothing is pre-planned. We have a start date and an end date and that's it. I believe we are the only creatures that have free will and we can control what we do and make of each situation. We make our decisions and actions based off of our wants, needs, and happiness. A series of actions based off of our decisions is a journey. Each person is on their own unique journey, but I believe my journey on this earth is to make a difference in the world and in people's lives, 
as well as find my own personal happiness. I believe everybody's journey is to feel complete, experience life, and learn lessons from our experiences. I believe God has a start date, being our birth, as well as an end date, being our deaths. We choose how we use that time, what we accomplish, and experience. I'm not sure what happens after death, although I couldn't bear the thought of just starting a new life like it was a game, losing all those memories of loved ones and lessons learned just to do again. But I'm not sure that I believe that there is a physical place called heaven, as described and taught to children in elementary school. I do, however, believe that there is a place, a mental state, that is complete satisfaction, happiness, and wholeness. A place where we cherish the good and reflect on the bad. A place where all is good and is seen as good and equal. A happy place. To get to that happy place, I need to play out my journey on this earth. I believe my call is to help others, and I've been saying that since I was a kid. I enjoy helping others, and I look for opportunities to help and make somebody's day just a little bit better. I search for ways to help in places that would not be so easy to fund without today's technology. I've donated to help build wells or some form of water supply to places that go without clean, drinkable water. I've purchased bracelets that go towards cleaning the oceans, and I have donated to food shelters as well as donated my time to help others. I see my vocation leading me down a very successful path. I do believe in karma, and if I'm sending positive, then I will receive positive. I believe my vocation will lead me to a place of happiness and where I am content in my life. I will have helped the environment as well as those in need, and I believe my vocation is fueled by my gifts, such as how willing and eager I am to learn. Most of the issues or stigmas today are based around disabilities or races because others simply do not know or understand it and the fear of the unknown kicks in. I also believe my leadership skills and my compassion play a role too as I am not afraid to start a conversation with someone who seems sad or off. I am willing to stand out and help others understand and bring awareness. I have a voice so why not use it? I have the ability to put myself in situations and try to help and understand others as well as possible. I also think of myself as a great listener because I know some days I really just need somebody to to listen to me, rant, or even be proud of myself to make me feel like what I'm saying is important or has value. Again, going back to treat others the way you want to be treated, if I ever feel like I need somebody to listen to me, have a good day or a bad day, why wouldn't anybody else feel like that? Life is what we make it, and I believe we should live it to the fullest. Do good and do what makes you happy. Thanks again for coming out to listen to me ramble on. Have a good one and see you next time. Peace out, Scout.